of the talk show radio industry. I am Brian Colebrook, filling in for Terry Maxwell. I'm a regular guest on this show for many years now. On Wednesdays, I discuss mortgage loans until Terry gets me into politics. Uh, but on these days when I guest host, I like to be a guest host and do my best to fill Terry's shoes. I uh, like to give all the time to what I think is important for our community and uh, restoring America and American values, which is what made us the greatest nation. We used to be the greatest nation. We still can be. And uh, we're working on that. Uh, earlier, um, we had David from San Francisco call, and I had some guests. Uh, David uh, definitely uh, comes from a socialist uh, perspective. I, I don't think I'm out on a limb describing it that way. And I promised David that if he called back, I would put him through. So I do have president of Greater Bakersfield Republican Assembly here, Vince Mayoko. And Vince is uh, going to be spending the rest of the hour here with us. We're going to talk about Greater Bakersfield Republican Assembly. Uh, you heard all the frustration earlier from our law enforcement. Uh, we know you guys are frustrated. So I know there's a lot of you I'm talking to. You're like, you're frustrated. You're angry. Two, you want to do something about it. What can we do about it? I'm giving you the means. Greater Bakersfield Republican Assembly. And we're not the elite, the good old boy, the country club Republican. We're not the rhinos. We're not. What you're seeing from so-called Republicans these days, by and large, are not Republican values. Republican Party started off as the anti-slavery party. We were actually considered liberal at the time. And we fought for American values. And that's what we need to get back to. It's kind of like you look at, you know, bad Christians and blame Christianity for it. No, go look at the Bible and see what it says, not how people are failing to practice it properly. And Republicans are not practicing Republican principles. Uh, Vince, you okay if I take this? I, 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 I'm going to engage in this, man. I, I want to hear what David has to say. Yeah, absolutely. David, first of all, thank you for calling back, sir. I appreciate that. And I would like to have a good conversation with you, but I'd like it to be able to go back and forth where we don't interrupt each other. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Although I dis uh, I, I disavow being a socialist, I'm okay. actually come I come from one of the uh, signers of the Declaration of Independence, and I consider myself a taxation with representation kind of guy. And uh, I'm glad you raised the issue about the Republicans, uh, because their uh, their original position was that slavery was bad for America mm -hmm. because it hurt the small business person. Uh, who couldn't keep up with uh, basically the what we see is sweatshop uh, products. Where, where do you get your information from? Uh, well, you got to just read the original, uh, you know, writings of the Republicans. Which from ones? 18, was it 1848? I started before that, sir. Uh, have you ever heard of the Wide Awakes? Do you know who they are? Uh, was that some offshoot of the Whigs that became the Republicans? No, sir. The, the Wide Awakes were basically the Republican version of the KKK. They were anti-slavery. They were kind of the militant wing of the Republican Party. In the 1830s, the, the whole battle against slavery started really with the Declaration of well, Independence. Well, the KKK didn't start in 1830. No, sir, but the Wide Awakes did. And the Wide Awakes, the Republicans had their people who were absolutely working out actively against it. The Republican Party was, in fact, a 
abolitionist party. And to say otherwise is just not accurate. So I'd like to proceed from there and not get caught up into that because you shared a story earlier, which I thought about a little bit more when I had the time. And sir, with all due respect, I'm going to call BS. Uh, you said in your story that you're in San Francisco and you saw some teens beating up a bus stop or something glass, and, and you, you kindly said to them, hey, guys, you're destroying your own property, and they stopped. Right. Uh, it just doesn't jive. In fact, it's my law enforcement true. officer here said, man, I'm surprised. I would, wouldn't recommend that. He'll probably get the crap beat out of him. Not. Okay. It well, happened. And, and as a matter of fact, there are layers to it. Uh, okay. But it, it, uh, it absolutely is true. And, uh, and once these kids realized that they owned it, they realized that they were damaging their own property. And when you look okay. so, at Devin Nunes and you well, Kevin McCarthy this minute refusing to build the infrastructure bill, they okay. refused to put Let's in a bill for topic your district. At a time. I, I, got, I got my own problems with McCarthy, but, you know, that's not it. Um, yeah, it is. They so are so not let's, let's stay on property. topic. Let's stay on topic. Let's go back to your story. Um, my story uh, of is these guys. Kevin McCarthy okay. and Devin Nunez no, no, are not hey, doing. I'm going to put you on hold and get rid of you if you can't oh, talk yeah. civilly. Is that fair? No, right. it's not Thank fair, you, sir. But sir, it's sir, let's just have a, a nice conversation. Okay, so in your story, you say that you're able to just convince these hoodlums to stop destroying public property because you convince them that that public property is, in fact, theirs. Hey, I, sir, I would request that you please go out to the rest of San Francisco, and then when you're done there, come to Bakersfield and tell all of our hoodlums the same thing. Because if it's that easy to instill the values and morals of at least not destroying public property, man, you... You, you must walk on water, sir. Well, they, first of all, they weren't hoodlums. They were just, you know, average teenager dressed, uh, you know, middle of the night. Okay, go into the hood stupid. and try it then. Go into the hood and try it. I want to see how that works out well, for you. Well, I have done that. And I, it, it, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, San Francisco is not beat to death. Uh, I live in a magical neighborhood called the Tenderloin. It sounds uh, magical to me, sir. And smells and sights of Oliver North. And Oliver okay. North is still a hero to the Republican Party. Uh, and when you had that on, on the last hour, wondering why everybody was abandoning being Sir, a cop, you're going all it's over because the, place. the Oliver North... Uh, all right. Hey, the, I've had enough of that. I think the listeners have had enough of that. David, I do appreciate you calling back, but I, at the end, it just was impossible to have a civil conversation with you, sir. And uh, you definitely did a whole lot of spinning. You did not want to stay on that story, which you insisted was true. Um, and, and seriously, if in fact it's as easy as convincing criminals that it's bad for the public and, and essentially that the public property is in fact their property. Why do we have these riots? Why do we have people destroying businesses, including black businesses, you know, by black lives matter, supposedly black lives matter. They don't care about black businesses. Um, why don't you just go talk to them and convince them that that's not good for society. And when you are able to accomplish that, I want to run you for president, sir. All right, Brian Colebrook, in for Terry Maxwell. I'm here with Vince Mayoko, Greater Bakersfield Republican Assembly President. How you doing, Vince? Well, you know, I think I might have an answer to why uh, why that conversation went south. I think David forgot his call letters. He thought he was calling KGO in San Francisco. <laughs> and uh, maybe by mistake uh, got the the phone number here at uh, KNZR. But hey, thank you so much for having me here, Brian. I appreciate my it. My pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, for those who haven't already heard, 
You know, when I first showed up at uh, Greater Bedford Republican Assembly, the first meeting was April that I went to, and Terry asked me to come. I kind of reluctantly went. I was definitely disheartened after uh, January 20th, and uh, thought, well, Terry asked me to go. I'll go because of Terry. And within about 15 minutes, I realized that this was a group of people who were not only talented, had great skill sets, but also very motivated to act on it, upset with the establishment and the lack of results that we've gotten, and had the spine and courage to do something about it. And I think there was about 60 members at that time in April. That was the same night that you guys voted in your board members. You became president. Um, I have recently become vice president of membership and marketing. Uh, Bill Levers is the pre vice president.